This is Process, a podcast about design from designers, and I'm Billy Carlson. I don't think any of us had any idea how big that was going to be and how ubiquitous the system was going to get. Right now, there are 300 Divi stations in operation in Chicago. City has a fleet of about 700 bicycles. They're powder blue. Divi, the same color blue as the stripes on the Chicago flag. Divi, these powder blue bikes. We found a great way to get rolling with Divi bikes. Divi, one of Chicago's youngest transit options, launched in June 2013 and was quickly adopted by Chicagoans and out-of-town visitors alike. With 4,760 bikes and 476 stations across the city, Chicago now boasts one of the largest and most successful bike share systems in the country. Not only has the city's bike share been successful, but so is the branding. And here to bring you the story is John Lombardo and Megan Mueller. If you've ever thought about the steps it took to produce those bright blue bikes that we've become so familiar with around the city, the truth is you might not be able to imagine the whole process. The bikes were to launch in May, and the order of the bikes had to be placed, so everything had to be nailed down a month prior. This is Sarah Frisk, the former portfolio director at IDEO. Sarah focused on the branding and communication throughout the Divi project, and like with most projects, she had a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it. I think when all was said and done, around eight to 10 weeks. That means that in just a little over two months, Sarah and her team had to figure out how to create a brand that would appeal to Chicago residents, effectively communicate and help users learn a new system, and make it adaptable for future development and expansion. For a design project that scales as well as physically scales an entire city, that would be a challenge. When it actually hit, I realized that my design team, the graphic designers, We didn't have enough people to be able to give it the attention and the weight that it deserved with such high profile. So I immediately hit these guys up and asked them if they were interested in making it happen. Here Sarah is referring to the team at Firebelly Design. If you're not familiar with Firebelly, it's kind of this small but very dynamic design studio based in Chicago. We set up some pretty clear accountability and a relationship to kick off with so that IDEA would be responsible for the naming, the research and the naming part of the project, and Firebelly would be responsible for the design and the, you know, the brand system. You don't see a lot of design firms come, you know, coming together to do a project in this way. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, it's a, you guys know how to do web development and we can do the design and you can, you know, so there's not this actual very overlapped section of this where this was very collaborative. I mean, even though they did lead one part and we did lead the other, both of us were working on the same stuff together. That's Don Hancock, managing director at Firebelly, or she puts it, making sure shit got done. Don's talking about one of the bigger challenges of designing the bike share system, the novelty. When they began the project in 2012, bike share systems were still a fairly new concept throughout the U.S. This may have meant more initial research, but it also allowed them to define the project on their own terms. We did start off with some pretty deep research and just wanted to understand what mattered to the people of Chicago and what the values were and how could the brand really speak to those things so that even if the system was awesome, it would feel awesome. And we, we were surprised to find out that being attached to the city was a huge one. We thought maybe we should steer clear of that, have it be independent. That would be more trustworthy or credible. And Chicago doesn't have the best rap when it comes to like city investment and infrastructure sometimes. But that one actually people really wanted to see because they felt like if that were the case, it would be 
a real um, part of the city and supported and funded. Let's face it, the Chicago city streets don't exactly scream safety. Between the potholes and the bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, a lot of people are wary to drive their cars, let alone ride their bikes in the city. To help riders overcome their fear, the team set out to create a brand reminiscent of a more carefree time. There's a tension between people being scared to death of riding in Chicago and then thinking about riding when they were eight years old and hair flying. So we kind of built in safety and fun as those two points of tension. And what some of us have only subconsciously realized is that we can find this engaging, playful nature even in the name. The infrastructure, like kind of the, the grid system underneath it was really important. So we were really trying to think of a name that was a little bit fun but spoke to the values, um, was pretty clear about what was happening but not too literal. There's a fun story about them, the city throwing shift into the mix at the last minute. Shifts turned into shit in almost every sketch, so they realized really quickly that wasn't a good idea. You know, the idea that the name comes up and, you know, there's five and seven directions and then all of a sudden the city doesn't want any of them. And this other one kind of evolved out of all of the things that we've learned at the last minute was just a great moment. I mean, it just kind of appeared and we were like, well, this feels like it. This is it. That's Will Miller, who functioned as both a design director and a designer on the project. And the other one that Will is referring to is a name that we've come to recognize today, Divi. Unlike Will, other team members still had doubts about the name. I remember David saying, David Berthy, who is the writer and um, you know, co-conspirator from an IDEO side, we were just a two-person team, he and I doing this. He's the one that was really pushing Divi as a name because he believed in it. We all thought it was a little bit weird and quirky, maybe too quirky for what the system was, but he, he felt really strongly it was a thing. And I think at one point looked up the actual definition and it was like to divide and share. And it was like, oh, well, that makes total sense. You know, you don't even have to invent a tagline. It's just there in the dictionary. The city did not hesitate in using the name or even its definition throughout the marketing and advertising of the bike share system. And whether they liked it or not, it quickly has established itself as a brand of its own. They launched, they figured, well, we'll get a sponsor sometime. And just like New York, it'll be called whatever bikes or some other name. And, and so they didn't have the attachment to the name because they thought it won't matter anyway down the line. And then ultimately they couldn't change the name because of the success of it and because everyone loved it. And here was the tricky part, the pass-off. At this point, IDEO had done the research, decided the direction the brand needed to move in, and through trial and error, supplied a name. Now it was up to Firebelly to create the product. Their design decisions would need to communicate safety and fun while still being functional to the physical products, the bikes. I mean, we knew places where we had to put things, and we knew how we had to think about that shape and how people were going to be riding it. Um, yeah, it wasn't, we didn't have any push, we didn't have any flexibility in how that worked, um, but we definitely knew how to position those things so it felt like the bike was moving. We could think about how it would, you know, diagonally sit on the, you know, the side piece there and where the stars of the flag could sort of be subtly down at the bottom. So we were definitely thinking about the placement of those things. Um, and I think the shape of the bike did definitely influence, you know, how we thought about those small, subtle messages, even on the handlebars and, and what was going on throughout the system of the bike. And I would say, like, the bike as a whole, I mean, the idea that it was going to be yellow at one point, you know, thinking about that as a transportation vehicle or something that is very safe and sort of bumping that up um, and, and getting into a conversation and a discussion with, with Gabe in the city about, you know, it needs to be blue. This has to be Chicago's bike. 
Gabe Klein, commissioner of the Chicago Department of Transportation at the time, would play a key role in the decision-making process for the brand. We were very afraid that the blue was going to sort of disappear into the gray of concrete. Uh, we didn't understand what that blue was actually going to feel like. So we were, we were worried all along the way as to how that color was going to shake out on the bike. And luckily it did have that vibrancy and the metallic quality to it that they were describing. All the Throughout the design process, the color wouldn't be the only decision that would go through rounds of trial and error. Take the logo, for instance. Imagine those two white Vs that fit smoothly in between the black lettering of the word Divi, displayed proudly on the side of each bike. Now imagine the bike without it, or with something different in its place. The point is that the logo we know today could have easily been something else. So the way IDEO loves to do things is they get dot stickers that you vote on, which is fun. It makes the process feel like you actually are doing something and you're part of it. It's brilliant. So, uh, so we had come up with, I don't know, probably six or something different options for them. And they had all been up on a board and then everybody got a sticker and they went to vote. And I think all but one was voted on for the current brand that you guys see. So after the team went through multiple iterations of logos, they then went through even more iterations of the selected logo, all to find the perfect fit for the brand and the bike. I think it was the problem that we were trying to solve was how the hell do you make two Vs back-to-back -back right. readable and, and workable? You've probably heard this before, but this is the perfect example that after hours and hours of design, you're probably going to hit a roadblock. And the best thing you can do, sometimes the only thing you can do, is to take a walk. In Will and the Firebelly team's case, it really paid off. We were walking to the coffee shop down the street, and we were just passing the bike lane on Augusta, happened to look down and said, wait a second, it's right there. <laughs> That's <laughs> the team felt that the shared lane arrows, commonly known as sharrows, that are used to indicate a safe shared environment for cyclists and automobiles alike, would best represent the brand's goal of smooth integration into the city. We were definitely trying other solutions and moving things around in different ways. The V's started to feel like they would go to a place of motion. You know, like we moved them around, they have diagonals built into them. I think we explored that extensively. But it always hindered legibility. So it was like, well, what do we do? I think when we realized that it's, it's kind of there and it's built in, I mean, it was just this, yeah, I mean, it was like just jumping through a window. And Despite the work and the dedication the team put in, they weren't letting the weight of the launch and the expectations of the bike sink in. And before they knew it, their 10 weeks were up and Divi launched. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. And the people loved it. Oh shit, like this is actually a thing, <laughs> like people actually like this. And then we did a talk at the Apple store, I forget, like maybe in October, so it had been the whole summer, and two people showed up, complete strangers, two people showed up to the talk in full like Divi costume gear, and we were like, what? I just feel like we had such spontaneous luck through the whole thing to establish that heart of the brand so clearly that everything else flew out of it. I'm surprised, not necessarily from the success of it being a bike share in the city. It seems like the, the like actual physical concept of what it is is really smart, so why wouldn't that be successful? I'm shocked people make cops, costumes out of it and turn the brand into something. That's insane to me. The first weekend it launched when people started texting us how, how the crazy use like immediately it was adopted and I feel like to Don's point it wasn't even just the system that was adopted it was the brand that was adopted by the city and it feels like a really well-loved 
brand, which that I don't think we expected. The brand seems to have no plans on slowing down. Divi is already set to expand with 85 stations in Chicago, 13 stations in Oak Park, and 10 stations in Evanston this summer. So the next time you decide to go for a bike ride and you go grab one of those bright blue bikes out of the dock, maybe you'll think about how it could have been yellow or even orange, or how those white V's creating a feeling of motion on the side of the bike could have been a million other logos, or even how the advertisements where we see the name Divi could have easily been shift. You might begin to wonder why the bike is the shape it is, or how the bike dock down the street got there. And you'll know it's because someone made those decisions. Someone designed it that way with us in mind. Process is the brainchild of a group from the AIGA Mentorship Program in Chicago. To learn more, visit chicago.aiga.org. Process is brought to you in part by Artist Shops, a new product from Threadless. To learn more, visit artistshops.com. And to support our podcast, visit our artist shop at process.threadless.com. All proceeds will go to funding future episodes. To learn more about our podcast and the people behind it, visit our website at processchicago.com. Music throughout the podcast includes songs by The Postal Service, Queen, and The Divi Rap by Josh Brickman. Process is produced by Ariel Ranieri, John Lombardo, Jordan Pellegrini, Kelsey Tupper, Megan Mueller, Nora Hanlon, Sammy Kanan, Uriel Velasco, and me, Billy Carlson. Divi, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your back's just hypnotizing, and I just love your right through pain. Hips is on the block like you're so quaint.